I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Thursday, August 10, 2023. Philippine shares dropped on Thursday on a weaker-than-expected second-quarter GDP print of 4.3%. ING Bank Manila's Nikki Mapa says the government can do more to support economic growth. Income growth has slowed a bit. The momentum of the economy uh, hit a snag. Uh, I think this is where the, the government can come in to try to provide some relief, um, you know, on the fiscal side as well as uh, the monetary, monetary policy side. So maybe rate cuts down the line to, to help uh, the consumer cope with high prices. The Economist Intelligence Unit Swarup Gupta, meanwhile, not surprised by the steeper-than-expected slowdown of Philippine economic growth in Q2, but says the country will enjoy a robust rebound next year. We believe that growth will accelerate in 2024. It's going to rebound to 7.4%. There will be a return of global demand, which will support a return to export expansion. And for the remainder of our forecast period, which is 2025 to 27, we expect Philippines economy to actually expand at an average of 6.8% per year. And this is primarily due, primarily due to the removal of entry and ownership restrictions on foreign businesses, uh, supply chain diversification because of uh, many organizations trying to de-risk from China and try and diversify their supply chains. All of this will drive investment growth. And of course, domestic consumption remains a cushion which the Philippines can always depend on. In the meantime, the PSE index underperformed regional peers, losing 1.2% or 81 points to close at 64.49. In fixed income, HSBC says despite the surprise slowdown in the second quarter GDP, in the longer run, fundamentals still look good from manageable debt levels to demographics. On the cyclical side, that, that's, that means that the, the growth is much lower than, than the government is hoping for. And everything else being equal, it would put more focus onto the short end of the bond curve. And, and let's remember that emerging markets in general, or local rates emerging markets, have had a very good year. Uh, total returns pushing towards 20% if we include FX and, and rates. And Philippines is one of those. And, and I, I think that, that uh, Asian local rates are offering you know, good steepening exposures. In corporate story, Cebu Pacific posting a 2.7 billion peso profit in the second quarter of the year from a net loss of 1.9 billion in the same period last year. This as revenues surged over 60% to nearly 23 billion. This is just 4% behind pre-pandemic levels. During the April to June period, it mounted over 36,300 flights, 22% higher year-on-year and just 1% lower than 2019 levels with a seat load factor of 86%. The company saw expenses rising 20% though, driven by higher fuel prices, aircraft maintenance and other fleet-related costs. And Robinson's Land posts a 23% jump in first-half profit to 5.8 billion pesos as strong growth across all businesses helped it to record EBITDA and EBIT margins. This despite high base effect of earnings from its Chengdu Panpianjie project in China last year. Excluding China, profits from domestic operations grew 71%. The company says Robinson's Mall saw revenue jump 36%, while its hotels and resorts business spiked by 148%. Residential net sales, meanwhile, doubled to 12.4 billion pesos. 
Still in earnings, Megaworld enjoyed a 31% surge in first-half net income to 8.8 billion pesos as consolidated revenues grew 17% to 32 billion. Andrutan's property company says they're properly positioned with strategic land banking to benefit from increasing demand for residential and commercial properties outside the metro. Megaworld launched 28.2 billion pesos worth of projects in the first six months of the year. And RCBC posts flat earnings in the first half at 6.2 billion pesos. The Chenko-led bank, however, says its loan book grew 18%, with credit card receivables outpacing industry up 48%. Total deposits also rose 22% year-on-year. It is also looking forward to expansion, helped by its newest shareholder, Sumitomo Mitsui Banking, which injected 27 billion pesos in fresh capital. Meanwhile, Global Fair and Nickel reports net income attributable to shareholders fell 19% in the first half of the year at 349.5 million, with share of profit from associates helping cushion some of the weakness. Consolidated revenues, however, managed to jump as strong volumes and higher grade ores at its Palawan mine helped offset weaker prices and lower than average volumes at the Suligao mine. Still in earnings, broadband operator Converge ICT posted 8% growth in top and bottom line for the first half of the year, its EBITDA margin expanding to 57.9%. Residential revenues grew 6% with net additional subscribers reaching over 92,000, while enterprise grew 26% to 2.5 billion. The firm ended the first half with a total of 1.97 million subscribers. This is the first year. That Converge expects to be full year, free cash flow flows to firm or FCFF positive given the stable growth in operating cash flows with a lower capex for the year. And finally, East Zone concessionaire Manila Water posts a 73% jump in first half profit to 5.05 billion pesos as revenue surged 42%. That is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.